Hey, Breaking Bread. Welcome back to another episode. Um, thank you for those who are joining for the first time. My name is Izzy. I'm your host. Um, so we are going to continue up with the, uh, the prosperity gospel today. Um, and many of you guys might be wondering, like, why have I been talking about the prosperity gospel for, I mean, I say two, three episodes already. Um, and yeah, it's not because I'm like so focused on like, oh my gosh, I hate it. And I mean, I just have like, there's nothing else to talk about. <laughs> no, that that's not it. Um, the reason why I'm doing this is because, um, it's really important to understand what we believe, you know, when we call ourselves, uh, when we put a label as Christians is. It's important to understand what we live, uh, where the things that um, is demanding of us, the things that we supposed to, you know, fight for, defend, um, and you know, speak up because that's the thing. Uh, God has given us, you know, tools to speak up, and and now more than ever, the church is, you know, is being going quiet nowadays. Um, you know, our approach of, to the gospel has changed so much that new idea, new ideas are coming out. Um, our own desires, our own benefits, or whatever you want to call it, it's, it's what's happening. And, and the prosperity gospel is just that. Um, if we see the, the, like the early church, uh, pretty much the church was, you know, getting together and eating at their own houses it wasn't like a big a big gathering like how we have it nowadays um, the early church were not interested about gaining stuff and actually that in the book of Acts you know they talk about that they will sell everything and give it to the apostles and it was just one big community like their whole idea was not you know, gaining anything you know instead of giving everything for the sake sake of uh, of the gospel and and that's something we've 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 changed we've uh you know stopped caring or i guess our 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 mindset has changed or drifted and i'm not saying it's bad because you know with everything even the bible says that we need to renew our minds you know um and need we need to understand like Times are different. We can no longer go house to house, you know, like that's something we we don't I mean, there's so many things that are changing that wouldn't work nowadays. Um so we're gonna continue about, you know, the prosperity gospel and, and what's all the I mean, now what's all about because I mean I already <laughs> talked about it uh, in the last two episodes. But it's it's more like What's the effect that's causing, you know, this prosperity gospel? Um, and, you know, if, if, if you haven't, if you're not a Christian, for you, it might seem like everything is the same thing. Um, but it's not. Um, because actually that, that movement is killing a lot of Christians. And I, I know I, I kind of talked about it a little bit on my previous uh um episode and and 
and we see that this this mentality is changing our views, our goals, and like the whole reason of following Christ. You know, um, nowadays we approach people telling you know um, if we see someone that's sick, we always say not always, but. I've, I've heard people say, you know, if you come to my church, you know, that person can be healed. Or if if, if you do this, God can do this for you. And and nowhere in the, in the Gospels we see that God made them do something before he was able to act. Pretty much he would just ask people, do you want to be healed? And they will respond, yes, and God will act. Because that's why God came for him. We alone cannot do anything by ourselves. And we need rescue from our own selves. The first temptation um, when, when, when the snake was speaking to, to Eve, he said that we could be like gods, you know? And and that's what we cost nowadays. We've wanted to get this idea of, you know, having everything. And because we have this uh, mentality that because of Mosaic uh, uh, Covenant, I mean, not Mosaic, uh, Brahmic uh, Covenant, it means that we are entitled to materialistic stuff. Which, I mean, if you think about it, God will bless you with the things you need now that things do you desire um i don't want to you know talk about the same thing because i feel like i'm gonna start repeating myself and it just gets boring <laughs> i know but i mean the five things of you know the prosperity gospel is that we think that because of that covenant we're we're entitled to materialistic stuff the second one was you know you know jesus death crucifixion it's you know covers that sin or you want to call it sin that or or sickness that poverty is shouldn't be with us because it's like a sin that's a result of something something that we have that god can you know uh change because god died for us you know that's what people think um uh, this is a main one that, you know, we think that God can give us something if we give him something back. And now we kind of touch about it briefly um, a few moments ago. But, you know, we, we think that if we give money, if we give our times, if we invest, you know, a certain things for the church, God is, you know, looking at us looking, OK, I mean, he gave this amount of money. He spent this much time at church or, you know, doing good deeds. And, and, and it's like this mentality of, you know, God is just checking every box or, okay, he's checking this, this and that. Okay, now you're ready to, to you know, a blessing. And it's like, um, it's like you have to work certain things and then boom, you're able to ask God for something, you know. And, and it's crazy to think that a lot of people, you know, seek the gospel like this, that we're able to do a lot of things, uh, good deeds, if you want to call it. Um, for example, if we talk about, you know, the, the rich um, uh, ruler 
that he came running to to meet God and Jesus. I'm sorry. Well, Jesus is God, and and he he was like Jesus, uh, like he was said, um, Lord, good Lord, uh, how can I inherit eternal life? And Jesus responded, Only God is truly good. So God, He's always gonna give an uh, an answer. So Jesus was said, or um, so Jesus said, okay, if uh, if you want to turn your life, follow the commandments. And, and and the rich ruler was like, well, which ones? And and Jesus was like, well, you know, uh, obey your mother and father. You know, um, all this. He pretty much he gives a list uh, of the things he should be doing. And, and 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 this guy was like, well, I mean, I've been following to like since I was young, and and this mentality is it's I feel like it's the kind of like the same thing as uh, the prosperity gospel because I I follow all of these things like like it's check like I said like checking off a box and having like okay I did this I did that so God has to bless me now. Because if you if you see it, I mean, the rich ruler said that. I've already earned it, you know, already have it like I have eternal life. It's something that I have to do. But Jesus, you know, Jesus knew the, the core of the problem, because a lot of things, I mean, a lot of people use this verse to say, well, money is evil. You know, you're you're not supposed to be rich, and and no, God is not against you know you having a comfortable life. Um, if you work hard and you know obtain a lot of uh, wealth, I mean that's 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 a blessing. I'm not saying you can't have all those things, but you cannot use God f to gain those means. You know, like um, that God is gonna give you that. But going to where I was saying, um, that the the root of evil is the love of money. That's the, what the Bible says. That the root of you know, the love of money is the root of all evil. And this guy, when Jesus says sell everything, and give it to the poor, he went back because it wasn't that. He loved money. He, God was showing him that he wasn't ready to follow him. And what, what I'm saying about this is, you know, we, we have this idea or this um, view of God that if we follow certain things, we obtain something. And I know I'm, I feel like I'm going, you know, on circles on this, but I'm trying to make this point clear. Gospel. It means God is enough. God is enough for you to be saved. God is enough for you on your darkest moments. God is enough when you think no one is there for you. That's the whole idea that we're able to rely on God. We're able to just, you know, feel like 
even if everything i mean sorry even if everything fails we have god to rely on this is hurting the church because and not what i just said before but what i'm saying is the lack of this mentality that's disappearing in most churches nowadays we think that with having a big church if we think that having an awesome worship team if we think that having these lights screens um like we we have to go and we have like right now like a pen and a paper and start writing okay in order for me to have a prosperous church i have to have this amount of uh, people going I have to have these screens, I have to have these lights, I have to have this perfect sound, I have the best musicians and the best singers, um, and, and we have to ser- sing a certain uh, type of music, and and then, you know, this amount of time for the preaching, and boom, that's a perfect church. And no, I mean, there's no perfect church. church stuff where we address our sins when we can actually say the the s word because if you go in 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 and not a preachers especially the 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 prosperity gospel you won't hear them say repent of your sins They'll ask you first, what do you be, what do you want, before they actually talk about hell. Churches are no longer talking about hell, and and this is a, a reason why they're saying is we don't talk about hell no more because you know we need to talk about you know the love of God and and they need to understand and comprehend the love of God before we talk about hell. But what's the best way to show someone how much you love them? When, like, if you want to tell them like how much God loves them, don't tell them how the things you, you they can receive. I I will be more, how can I say, um, interested. I will I will be more uh, grateful. That's the word I was looking for. If I was, if I knew that someone was gonna, you know, like let's say if I was driving a car, and someone was able to, you know, um, detour that car to a different place, and it didn't hit me, like actually saved my life. I will be grateful, and I will be eager to understand. Or, or, or comprehend why that person did that. For me to tell you that God can give you everything you want, like I, I like I covered last time, that that cycle was is not gonna be like an, an endless cycle that you're gonna keep asking. If you already got one thing, you're gonna keep asking another and another, but you will never be satisfied. But if I come and uh, and tell you, okay, you were supposed to be condemned, 
you were supposed to be put to death because of sin. But someone died for you. And then it was you no know, normal, you know, they injected something or was electrocuted, but God actually went through a lot of pain for you. And that's something um, coming up following weeks is we're going to start talking about the history of, of a church. And but before I, I go, I, I, I move on to that topic. Like if you if you talk about God suffering, like pieces of his flesh was, you know, torn out when he was getting whipped and. and and he was still enduring and he didn't cry out for help. He didn't cry out for the angels, for his father to come rescue him because he knew that it had to happen in order for us to have a way to him. But a lot of people are wanting what's here. Living a comfortable life. But just put it like this. Imagine 2019. Nobody had a clue of what was going to happen in 2020. A lot of us, including our church, had a 2020 vision. Like, you know, the perfect year. And... And we all were just planning of, you know, this is going to be a great year. We um, we spent New Year's at church and we prayed. And, and then boom, pandemic hits. A lot of people died. A lot of people lost a lot of things. A lot of people commit suicide. What does the materialistic stuff, you know, can do in this situation? Not having all this money in the world, having all this materialistic stuff. Um, it's going to stop you from happening, you know. A lot of rich people died having all this money. And, and where were all those, you know prosperity gospel preachers you know how come they could just declare that pandemic is over that the the, the COVID-19 was no longer here where were all that those people that you know proclaim that if you confess and, and declare that's gonna happen where were all those people because we needed them I mean heck if I was the, like the best moment ever for them to you know come and show us how it's done I mean, I will myself go and, you know, <laughs> go to the church. But where were they? Did, did We didn't give enough money and that's why we were not allowed uh, for us to prevent and not go to this pandemic. I lost people. I know I talked about this before. I lost friends because of COVID. I've had COVID. 
And the two times that I had it, it's it's a really rough time. Being all by yourself, it's tormenting. But one thing I had in mind. God is enough. No amount of, no amount of money can be better than my God. Not having a sick free life is better than having a relationship with God. I'm not perfect. I don't have everything figured out. I still have needs. I still have sickness. And trust me. I do have a lot of needs. And I pray about them and I and I ask God, you know, heal me from this. It's been three years that I've been dealing this with. But I will still pursue God, even if it's a no. I will continue to serve God even if everything fails because at the age of 28 I've comprehended that when everything fails when everything is gone when when you can have money but not health you can have health but not money when you can have all the people in the world including people that are from church there's a moment where you feel alone and no one talks to you or reach out to you to see how you're doing that when you're sick and someone to you know call you a friend when when you're wanting a text to know how people care about you and you don't receive nothing God is enough and that's church And that's the gospel. God is enough. We will never have everything on this earth until God comes and changes everything. Friends, breaking bread. I want you guys if, if you've been fooled into this uh, uh, movement, because we can really call it a gospel, but if you, you know, if you think that you, you're in a prosperity movement, think about what's more important, what has more value. I mean, money is, you know, if nowadays the inflation is going, it's, it went up, you know. Everything is going up. So money is never safe. It can go up and can go down. But God will never, never go down. He's above everything.
And now, um, like uh, I said uh, earlier today, um, I know it's different. I know it's completely different from what we had uh, exactly a year ago. We had four amazing people. Um, and I, I'm going to keep name, naming them. Mo, Karen, and, and Joe. Um, it's It was a blessing. It's a blessing. Um, and I've learned a lot having them here on the podcast. And I know it's not the same and people have left. And, you know, I apologize for that. But God was, you know, speaking to my life. And I was like, God, I want to I wanna say all these things, you know. And, and, and I want people to understand everything. But God was feeling like letting me know if, if we don't understand the basics, how can we understand like the hardcore stuff? How can we talk about uh, the Rachel testimony where she, she talks about her being a lesbian before? How can we talk about, you know, a gay being transformed uh, a, a newborn Christian? Like, how can we talk about an addict becoming to Christ when we don't, un- don't understand the basics of the gospel of what being a Christian is all about? And that's why I- I'm going through, like, through the basics we talk about the gospel if we're able to understand what's the gospel we're able to understand then we can understand what's the church like what's the whole purpose of a church what's the whole purpose of communion what's the whole purpose you know of being us being here on earth and so on and so on and and this is what i'm trying to achieve now that i want people to understand the basics of of, of what our belief is so once we we're able to share the gospel to other people. We're able to defend our faith and not people, you know, like the Bible says, like beyond the waves, like we go with here, we go there, but we're not stating in what we believe in. And that's why a lot of people make fun of us because we are the a lot of people, a lot of Christians, and, and I include myself because I'm not some I'm not really like doing it out of my daily routine, but Christ, Christians are the are the if you want to call it religion, that their followers don't actually read their Bible. And that's why we believe everything a, a beautiful, with sweet words, uh, preacher tells us. If, if they, he says that, then that's it. That's it. We believe that. And God was telling me, you know, it's time for us to start from the basics. situation that God can continue to use my life I know I'm not the best um, speaker I understand that uh, there's moments where I <laughs> blanked out or I'm like I lose my train of thought and I don't I don't know where I left off and then since there's no one here like you know to pick back on whatever you know the conversation is it's it's a little bit more tough i i admit it it's more you know i have to actually have my homework where i have to study and you know uh, prepare myself i just ask you guys you know pray for me um and and that whatever course god takes this podcast you know it can be a blessing maybe it's only two people that is gonna listen to this podcast but i want to say you know god 
I did what I could. I, I, I preached the gospel, maybe not, you know, in person, but I did it through this means. And and also, I just want a, a quick reminder. Um, the first episode of this year, I told everyone that I was going to start having a podcast um, with my fellow friends, uh, the, the Youth Uprise Project. Um, if you guys don't know what it is, uh, follow my, I mean, I'm a send uh put a link on my on on our instagram page um we're st- we are about to start on podcast so i'll be doing both podcasts i'm gonna be talking with them um it's happening soon it's less than a month now and we're you know we are are trying to get as you know it's gonna be fire that's all i have to say it's gonna be good um so if you guys want to follow um and listen to another podcast um Leave, like I said, I'll leave a, a link to that, um, uh, to their uh, Instagram page. But also we have TikToks. Um, we have like a small devotional or um, uh, Bible studies that we have it every single day. It's 15, I think, 12 or 15 people that are, you know, passionate with God. They're, they're doing TikToks, you know. Uh, we have more uh, motivational, <coughs> sorry, motivational words. Um don't miss out on this awesome, awesome group that are, you know, doing a lot of things for the Lord. So uh, I just want to leave you with this clip with Matt Chandler, a pastor in the Village Church in Texas. Um, he's one of my favorite preachers. Uh, listen to what he has to say about the prosperity gospel. Um, and, and I just thank you guys for being, you know, listening every single every single week. Um and I just want to say I love you guys and keep going forward. Um, there's a lot of things to do. There's a lot of things to do for the kingdom. I mean, I mean, it, it is our because you guys are part of this family. Um, but yes, so I uh, just thank you guys for, you know, being here. And I'll just leave it with this. God bless you guys. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Verse 18. He is head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent, top, nothing above him, nothing else to gain, nothing else to get. The goal, the end, what it's all about is Jesus. Look at me. I'm going to try to combat something as best as I can here. Look at me. Following Jesus is not going to make you wealthy. Following Jesus does not guarantee that you're going to be healthy. The message of scripture and the gospel of Christ is not that in following him everything goes right but that he is enough no matter what happens that's the message of the gospel not that everything's going to be okay and it's maddening to me 
that the prosperity gospel is so unbelievably popular among people who then have to completely disregard scripture as well as Christian history. Every apostle in the Bible dies bad. I mean bad. They don't like stumble in the street and get run over by a car. They get beheaded. They get crucified upside down. They get boiled in oil. They die poor and they're slaughtered. Spurgeon, the prince of preachers, struggles with depression his whole life and then dies. Christianity has been built and has carried through the generations on the blood of men, not on the wealth. This is an absurd idea that would make Christ not preeminent, but what he could give you. That is not Christianity. That is something entirely different. And it's heresy that would have got you burned alive 200 years ago. It's a ridiculous notion. Jesus is enough. He's enough. He's enough. We pursue healing. Maybe we get it. Maybe we don't. He's enough if we don't. This is the message that Jesus is sufficient. Like it's all okay in Acts, the apostles, they get arrested. And this court says, if you don't quit this preaching stuff, if you don't quit talking about Jesus, we're going to beat you to death. And the response was simple. Do what you think is right. As for us, we cannot help but speaking about what we have seen and heard. And they beat the mess out of them and released them. And they did what? Rejoiced. I mean, they got beat nearly to death. This was the fruit of the gospel in their lives. Beatings. And they left rejoicing. They left. They're going, oh, you can see my spine. No, like literally it's exposed. Awesome. All right. So it seems like Jesus can transcend the most horrific of circumstances. This is not about what Jesus gets you. It's just about Jesus, preeminent, top of the chain, nothing else to want, nothing else to pursue. He is enough. That's the message.